When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I was going to start this podcast by saying, yay, Carl is back. <laughs> uh, Carl has uh, one of my favorite podcasts ever. Who are these podcasts? It's called run by a guy called Carl. Who are these podcasts? And it's a podcast review. I was on Who Are These Podcasts yesterday. It's a great yeah. show. Have you ever listened to it? I have not. Cuz. Cuzaroo, a drinky poo. Who are these podcasts? They do a show about shows. I think it's a very interesting podcast to listen to, especially when they go after someone. I thought he was going to break down what it's all about for to turn new pe- people on to no, interesting podcasts. The opposite. Yeah, he it, just mercilessly rips on people. Some of it's quite hilarious. It's hilarious. The show's hilarious. It's showtime. <laughs> W-A-T-P, W-A-T-P, Razzmatazz, everybody, Razzmatazz. Hello, bag slappers and cousaroos, welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that will be performing live in Fortnite. I'm your host, Carl, with me this week is Croge. Hey, hey. And Doug from the Who's Right Podcast. Howdy, sirs. What is up, buddy? Good to have you back. If you'd like to support the show, please buy our merchandise. You can go to whoarethese.com, click the link to our wehavemerch.com page. Also on our website, you can find our voicemail number, our email, link to our subreddit, link to deepdiscount.com, all those fun things. We encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on iTunes and then shit all over us in the comments section. Some people have just been shitting on us and not giving us five stars lately. Apparently the last podcast on the left, those guys don't have a good sense of humor. Yeah, imagine that. (laughs) The fans of that show. Today we'll be reviewing a podcast called Chewed Gum. This was a suggestion that came in from our buddy Doug. You bastard. We have all listened to the show (laughs) separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a podcast with host Seamus McKillen. Seamus McKillen hosts this show and a few others as well that he talks about. But I we, think it's the rest of the iTunes library. <laughs> right. I, I saw, I was doing some research today. I saw there were 660,000 podcasts that are available right now. If this guy weren't a podcaster, we'd be down to like 100,000 or so. Easily. Now, I have to say right off the bat, we have more clips than we've ever had for a show. So I, we got to get right into it. But I have to declare this podcast the most clippable podcast in the history of podcasting. <laughs> yeah. Holy fucking shit. There wasn't a thing this kid said that I wasn't like, I definitely have to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. So let's get right into it. This is a uh, movie or TV show review style show. It, it, it To me, it's it's half a movie review and then half of him telling you how good he is at everything that he does. <laughs> I've noticed yeah. that. He does like to talk about himself. Yeah. Uh, let, well, why don't we start off with that by uh, talking about how he will be performing comedy. 
which everyone's very excited about. Now, for the people that have been constantly listening to this podcast, listening to me, following along, being you know being a friend on social media, I'm going to be doing stand-up comedy very soon, you guys. So if you are in the northern Indiana, Chicago, southern Michigan area, come out to the Footlight Theater on February 22nd, where I do my first open mic spot. Ooh, open mic! <laughs> I so, I had that exact I, same clip because there is, and I say this with love and respect, there is nothing sadder than a comedy open mic night. That no. shit is brutally bad. I, I did a little bit of investigation on that one sentence there, and yeah. everything that he said is, it's like a 50-mile radius from this theater. Okay, yeah. People, um, people are going to drive for an hour and a half to go see his open mic performance? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if you picked up or not, but he has almost 10,000 downloads. He uh, does talk on, about that a bunch. And and he talks about it in future episodes as well. But I quick math tells me that, uh, and he also does a shout out for, you know, thank shout out to Illinois because you're the number one state. Yes. Um, so it's, it's like if you're in the Willow Ridge area right off of Pine Meadows, that's really close to a comedy club that I'll be performing at. And you are my top three downloads. That's what mm. I've gotten out of it. Big shout out to uh, Illinois as well. I feel like you guys have been listening to all of the shows. You've been enjoying it very much. You actually have became my number one uh, listening area, which is pretty interesting just because I've never lived in Illinois. I've only been to Chicago like twice. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> yeah. You have to live somewhere for people to hear your show in that area? I've only been to Chicago twice, and yet I've gotten 17 downloads from That's that city. It's amazing. Fucking amazing. When, uh, Carl, when you started your show, I, I know I did the same thing. When I started the show, I, I, I mentioned it to everybody that I knew. And like the first episode, all the downloads came from people that I talked to. Right. I think that he's living in a constant state of that. So if he sees a blip show up somewhere else that he's never lived, he's like, holy shit, there's somebody else that's listening to me. You're, yeah. That's accurate because when I looked at his reviews on iTunes, they were all five-star reviews. They're all his friends. <laughs> yeah. There's no one who stumbled upon the show and was like, this is an excellent podcast. There's yeah. no way that would happen. Well, let's let's drill down into these downloads. Is there any chance you can hit my number five, Carl? I would love to. You know, I've been at this for uh, almost a year. Got a couple more months before a year is up. Um, approaching 10,000 downloads. I think I'm at like 9,500, give or take. So that's okay. pretty exciting. That just means you guys are listening to it. You're enjoying it. And uh, you're having as much fun, you know, participating in the show as I am myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is incorrect, Seamus. That is not a good answer. If you play my number one, that's from the, the next episode. Okay. And if I didn't hit those numbers on every episode that I put out, I wouldn't have as many podcasts as I do. So it feels to me that I'm doing something correct because I've made it to nearly 10,000 downloads for this show alone. Yeah. He talks about on this show he has strict numbers he has to hit. Because I have a strict set of numbers that I look forward to <laughs> every month. He has a strict oh, set of numbers that he has to hit every month. So I did some quick math on his 9,500 downloads with 11 months that he's been out and doing this. And he puts out, uh, he's put out 40 shows or 39 shows mm -hmm. where he's uh, bragging about this. So the math works out to 243 downloads per episode. There are 124 million people in the U.S. who listen to podcasts. He is reaching 0.0002% of podcast <laughs> listeners. And I guarantee 9% of those people see the name of a popular movie in the podcast title, download it, listen to four seconds, and they're fucking they're out. They're gone. They never download again. They're gone. Because why would anybody listen when the fucking intro music sounds like this? 
Oh, don't play it. <laughs> this is the worst. He's really proud of this, by the way. What is going on here? Yeah. None of the music in this show makes any sense. And there's a lot of it. Yes. Is there any chance you can hit my number two? He describes the philosophy of the new music. Okay. As you've seen, there's new music, new intro music. It might be a little bit longer than uh, most people can handle, but I really enjoy it. it. Took me a while to create. I'm glad I have it, though. Now, if Carl's taught me anything, it's that you should never cling to a mistake just because you've made a long time making the mistake, yeah. which is why I dropped my kids off at the fire station last week and said goodbye to them. Smart. <laughs> back, back to his reviews. Yeah. When, when you were investigating, did you see that one of his five-star reviews was from him? Yes. <laughs> and and the, the title of it was Host? Question <laughs> mark. And he says, hey, guys, I'm the host of the show. I'm really glad everyone's enjoying it. Five stars. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, uh, At least pretend you're somebody else. I, yeah. I made it. I made a note because I wanted to try to force this joke in here, but I'm just going to say it now. But yeah. it, it was something like, uh, with all these reviews going on, I think I uncovered like a podcast review swap conspiracy, yeah. and it's just a, a circle jerk ending in a game of salty biscuit that no one will ever hear. <laughs> well, that, that I, paints quite a picture, dog. I love it. I want to. I want to get I'm back real quick to him talking about how he's going to do uh, an open mic mm. for the first time. And he's very comfortable with his material. I'm pretty comfortable in my, in my material right now, already. I spent quite a, you know, probably about a week and a half just writing material. So he spent a whole week and a half writing this material. I mean, I've listened to, like, Bill Burr talk yeah. about putting together his material stuff. And Bill usually says, if it takes you more than a week, you're doing it wrong. You know, but you should just come to you like that. I remember George Carlin used to say that all the time. He'd say, right. spend at least a week and a half on your material <laughs> before you do five minutes in an empty bar. And then <laughs> a week and a half. And then at the end of the show, he gives us a glimpse into his style of humor. Because there's nothing humorous about the show. There's no Oof. jokes. Oof. Until the end of the show, when he gets this one off. And I'm like, all right, I got to go to this open mic. And that's the point, right? Get more people listening. And then we can finally start that cult that we've all been looking forward to, right? No, I'm just kidding, obviously. Oh, singer. That's a good one. Play my number two, and I can also tell you what kind of comedy it won't be. In the sense of like, oh, we're going to be offensive. Why? Because you talk about eating asses? <laughs> or because you talk about, you know, swapping cum? What? Or having sex with your sister? All right. Whoa! So, Doug, I think, I think we need to... I, so, I, so I Crozier, Crozier... Yeah, I know you would. You're, he's talking about your show. <laughs> oh. He's talking about your fucking show. In episode number 41, he explains that he's been kicked off of his network. Let me play you this full explanation. It's a little bit longer, but you, you need to understand this context for the rest of the clips that we're going to be playing. We kind of stood up for the fact that the new guys, Durf and Dietz, were actually kind of degrading us by saying that they didn't know anybody from Drama City Productions. So we kind of jumped on and was like, dude, you know, be a little bit more respectful to a network that you just joined. You just became a part of this network. You should be treating the people apart that are on this network a little better. Do the research. Find out who's on the network before you say something dumb. And so we go and attack him and, you know, tell the leader of the network, like, man, this is a little fucked up. And apparently he lied. You know, of course he lied and said that he asked everybody else on the network if uh, I should stay or Red should stay. And, of course, they kicked me out. <laughs> 
What grade is he in again? He was on some silly podcast network. Well, I shouldn't say that. It's an amazing podcast network. It's incredible, yeah. Yeah, it's an amazing. It's an amazing network. And uh, he got kicked off of that between episodes 40 and 41. And he starts off episode 41 complaining about all of these podcasters who are talking shit to him on social media. <laughs> and Crows, you might hear a couple shows that you uh, sound familiar in this clip. So, ooh, you're hurting me. Who's right podcast? Po' boys? <laughs> no. Oh, you guys are fucking smart, man brain. I don't give a fuck about any of you. I've never listened to a single minute of your show. I never will. And you will never listen to mine. <laughs> <laughs> we actually listen to quite a bit of your show. Oh, contraire. Oh, gosh. So Doug's been starting shit with this guy. Oh, oh. Along with his buddy over at Poe Boys. <laughs> and then he gets us involved, Croge. Uh, we have nothing to do with this. We're innocent bystanders. And now we're involved in this squabble. Indeed. So, so what's funny was... The, the shit was going on, and it really wasn't that big of a deal. I, I just took a quick jab at him on Twitter. That was uh -huh. it, and he and he blocked me. And and the next day is when you asked me to come on, and if I had any ideas, I'm like, I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the reason why he was uh, getting into arguments with people on uh, social media is because they weren't believing his amazing numbers. You know, they were attacking me because of what I said. And what I said was 100% fact. I have pictures on my social media right now that show you exactly what kind of downloads I have for my, my main three shows. You know, oh, I actually went and said, you know, I got to almost 10,000 downloads by myself without any help from the network. And, of course, you had four or five different podcasts jumping on there trying to talk shit to me. And I don't do that, you guys. I really don't. I don't play that social media. Let's, let's talk shit and, you know, grab ass over social media because I'm, I'm the kind of guy that's like, if you're really about that life, I can give you an address and we can figure this out like men. Whoa! I'm not about that fucking <laughs> Whoa! That's not who I am. Dude, easy. Come on now. Doug, are you going to fight this guy? Uh, I I know you just took my clip four and my clip five, so I got to mark them <laughs> off real quick. Oh, shit. Did I really? <laughs> now, this dude gets a lot of validation from social media and downloads. I mean, Correct. if you can't tell by the nine <laughs> clips we just played. Obviously. He's like a teenage girl waiting for those Instagram likes, you know? It's his fucking cocaine. And he's not even embarrassed going. to talk about it. Yeah, At least dude. a teenage girl wouldn't say, all I did last night was see how many people liked my fucking picture. Yeah. <laughs> He talks about how ridiculous his numbers are. So the other podcasters are just jealous. Yeah. Listen to this. Seeing ridiculous numbers on some of my brand new podcasts. You know what I'm saying? I have a podcast called American Crimes that's out there right now. And I only have like five or six episodes out. The last episode I did was on January 18th before the, the latest Tony Caritzis episode. And almost every episode is over 100, 100 downloads. <laughs> <laughs> retarded <laughs> he just said almost every episode has over a hundred fucking downloads Ugh. does this guy know how the internet works and, <laughs> and 99 possible? of those were because he had the word crime in the title they listen five seconds and they're gone but i, I have to play this and doug i know i'm probably i'm probably trampling all over your clips but i have to play he extrapolates on this and talks about how legit these numbers are and almost every episode is over a hundred a hundred downloads so they ain't fucking with me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not worried about it. My numbers are legit. 100% legit. You can His look at the numbers. Legit. I can show you. You know, I have photographs on social media. Get over there and check it out. No bullshit. Wow. But it's, it's All right. So it, if, if you were a listener of this type of show. Yeah. 
and this kid spends 18 minutes talking about his legit numbers and he rides swiftly and he doesn't take no shit. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't you just bail? I mean, just based off of this, wouldn't you bail? Even if you were waiting for the next Venom review or whatever the fuck he's talking well, about this one. I almost agree with you, Doug, except that he is fascinating and my clip number four proves that. I'm very interested in that. I'm intrigued by it for the simple fact that when I am around most people that I know in my life, I am kind of the center of attention, kind of on accident. But I think it's because I know a little bit about anything that anybody talks about, so I always have something to say. Am I that annoying? Probably. Yeah, and he, there's even that little bit of self-awareness at the end where he says, I'm an actual douchebag. Speaking of self-awareness, he also says this. You know, I might sound like I'm coming off like an asshole a little bit, but I really don't care. <laughs> this episode 41, Crozer, you didn't listen to. Yeah. We weren't assigned. It wasn't homework. Yeah. Is 20 minutes of him rambling about someone on social media was mean to me and I oh, blocked goodness. them and I have a hundred downloads oh. and fuck you. I don't need to be on your stupid network. Your network doesn't mean anything to me. Oh. It's so sad and pathetic. It's it's. I guarantee it's what a table at high school sounds like right now. Yes. Unbelievable. Look, he, he had said something about he had a uh, couple YouTube videos up where you could watch him talk for an hour live. Yeah, I was looking all over for those. I couldn't I could find not it. Fucking find them, dude. What the so fuck? He goes. Hard. He goes. He goes. I'm up on YouTube. I'm doing live podcasts. I'm like, oh, I have to see this. It doesn't exist. And he called it. What did he call it? Infopod or something? <laughs> Info Minds Live is what he said, which to me seems like a uh, anything I could find. That network would have nothing to do with this cracker yeah i found yeah, right i found info minds live and it had hundreds of thousands of subscribers and it was nothing to do with what this guy's talking about oh. Oh, but boy. you can also find him on tuesdays with mary great job thank you crime and movies info minds live american crimes he's got 27 fucking podcasts and he posts the pictures I, I went to his instagram and saw how many downloads each of these podcasts have they're fucking legit doug they're le- too legit to quit <laughs> Doug, you, I, you, you host a podcast. Could you imagine getting 2,700 downloads of a podcast? <laughs> Holy I, shit. No, I, it, it's it's actually one of my stretch goals. For my <laughs> it's your BHAG. <laughs> did you realize that his name really isn't Seamus McKillian? I did. He said his name is Patrick. I think his real name is Todd. That's all the investigation I did. His name is actually Todd. All right. Well, here's a clip of him talking about how you guys call him Todd. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, boy. Yeah, just wait till Todd comes to Arkansas, you fucking douchebags. <laughs> they kept calling me Todd, which I don't understand because I go by Seamus. I'm not, my real name is Patrick. So I just went by a more ginger name <laughs> as my podcast personality. So fuck him. I don't care. What do I care? What difference? Oh, Todd. Oh, good one. That's super smart. Who writes your comedy? Laffy Taffy's? Because that's fucking good. <laughs> that was my favorite bit. Sick I've burn. Been <laughs> who who writes your co- comedy? La- Laffy Taffy. <laughs> you know you know we had that written down. <laughs> this guy is the worst. Uh, his his podcast personality. Yeah. That there's something. I think this guy is probably. At some point in the road, he was either going to become a serial killer who would wear skin in the moonlight, or he was going to create a host of podcasts. And it just so happened he took the right, and now we have this. But he, but he's fucked in the head. Yeah. The important thing is, though, guys, because he, he was on this network called Drama City Productions. He got kicked off of it. But he does not care 
that this it, happened I, to him, obviously. Yeah. I, I assumed you were going to put together a, a bunch of clips of all the times that he says he didn't care. <laughs> yeah, well, I should have. He mentioned he didn't care within the 20 minutes of talking about this at least 17 times. Doug, do you have any other insight into what's going on? I mean, you know the the Po Boys guy. What was this? Because he's he's in Arkansas, right? Is that who he's referring to about going to Arkansas? So what what I have for insight is yeah. there was another podcast. I think it's small small town mentality. Fuck, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was the person that was hosting that network, and this little beef started between <laughs> these these two indie podcasts that. I mean, nobody cares about any of us in in all actuality, you know. Um, and then he ended up, uh, Seamus Todd or whatever the fuck, uh, ended up getting kicked off the network because he was talking shit about all the other podcasts. And then that's when he went on this rant on social media that he doesn't need anybody because he can achieve all these numbers without anybody. And... <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> his, show, his show is so bad that if the last podcast on the left were to discuss it, They'd have to start with a disclaimer because <laughs> they wouldn't want to think that they're condoning this. <laughs> this podcast is garbage. He has these ridiculous transitions. Oh yeah, that are just out of nowhere. They don't need to happen at all. So when he starts reviewing the movie, which is the only point of this fucking show, from what I could tell, yeah, he has this transition into that. You know what time it is? I know what time it is. <laughs> it's one of your favorite parts of the show and mine. Let's welcome. Cinemania! <laughs> How obnoxious is this? Um, I, I cut it short. Uh, yeah, for some, you of those, guys. some of those music breaks while. are a minute long. So then you listen to this really high pitch, obnoxious music, and then he comes back and he says this. You probably already could have guessed we're talking Venom. So it's another transition. He already transitioned into this bit. Venom came out in 2018. And then he does. We're going to talk about Venom. And then he does another transition. And he says, you guys probably could have guessed. It's the name of the episode. I don't have to guess. It's called Venom. But then he just proceeds to read the IMDb for the movie. Yes. Yes. Poorly. Very poorly. Um, And his, all right, his review has fascinated me because he loves everything. He loves it. Everything that happens, he loves it. Now, listen, I haven't seen Venom. I will never see Venom. Uh, it's right now running at 29% on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. And Richard Roper called it a tone-deaf, uneven, and maddeningly dumb clunker. So this is the film we're talking about. Right. right? Now, this is the only fault that our buddy Seamus found with the movie. This is number eight. Okay. Oh, is this the wig thing? It's kind of sad to know that, uh, you know, it's Michelle Williams. Like, she's a very popular actress. And, uh, yeah, what the fuck? She She had to wear a wig and make it just look odd. I don't know. That was one of my big downfalls about this movie. So this ridiculously dumb movie, the only thing wrong with it was that the actors wore a wig. That was the first thing he said about it. Because we're going to talk about Venom. The thing I didn't like was that this woman with very short hair was wearing a wig to make her hair seem longer. That was the biggest problem you had with it? Yeah. And then then the pretentious fuck rated it four and a half gumwads out of five. The, The whole thing that he... Yes, I'm going to fight him. To answer your question, I'm going to fight him. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You're doing the world a service. I have to play that that bit because there's something very funny about this rating. You know, i got to give it a 4.5 out of 5. Can't give a movie a 5.0, man. 
there's always growth. Especially when I didn't even see the last part where Carnage supposedly shows up. You know, you had to sit in the theater a little bit extra, I guess. He didn't see the end part of the movie, so I can't give it five stars because I didn't watch it. That's the worst movie critic move I've ever seen in my life. Dude, that's not their fault you didn't see that fucking part. Well, so, it's so not perfect. Technically, technically, he said, by his logic, he's never going to rate anything a five. That's what he Four said. Four and a half is as high as it's going to get. Yeah. So he rated it a perfect score. <laughs> that's a good point. There's always room for growth. Yeah. Well, he also, he provides a little insight on some of the other actors in the film. Here's my number 10. Okay. Now, some of you might recognize him from, um, I think it's that movie with Christina Applegate, maybe? And, uh... Oh, yeah, that one. I can't think of the other guy's name. But either way, he's also in Black Mirror. So this guy, he was in the movie with that chick. I think it was that chick, but it might not have been that chick. But also the other guy. You know what I'm talking about, Doug. The guy with the the guy with the hat. You know what I mean? Yeah, right? I, I only rated that one three cumwads. <laughs> he goes, he's he's in the movie with Christina Applegate. Could be anybody. But he's also in Black Mirror. You guys ever seen Black Mirror? It's a different cast of people, like every fucking episode. That's yeah. a billion people you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know who the fuck this guy is talking. No one knows who he's talking about. <sighs> Why not do a little bit of research before oh, yeah. talking about the topic that you want to talk about on your show? Yeah. Well, he no, also—it's it's because he knows a lot about everything. He and does. He, he can speak on that. He's always the center of attention, and he can do amazing impressions. Here's my number eleven. Oh boy, I love this. Uh, Venom's line: eyes, lungs, pancreas, so many snacks. So little time. Uh, actually come from Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man, number 374. So it's actually from the comic book. Wow. That's, well, a, that's fascinating. Please go on. Yeah, holy shit. I, I honestly can't fault him for that part of it, because at least once an episode, I find myself going, where's the trigger? <laughs> Eyes, lungs, pancreas, so many snacks, so little time. He was so excited about Venom's voice. He says, I'm not sure who did the voice, but it had to be the guy from Transformers. The guy who does the voice for Venom is almost the same. It has to be the same guy that does the Transformers because that voice was way too close. So, again, very little research done on this. I was going to say, if only there was a way you could find this information (laughs) out. Yeah. Then later in the show, he says. But uh, besides... Uh, portraying Eddie Brock, Tom Hardy also provided the voice and physical stand-in for several scenes of Venom. All right, well, there's your answer. He provided the voice. The actor playing the guy also provided the voice of him. Yeah. I don't know who did it. Must be the guy from Transformers. That's all I know. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's, like, it's like that uh, Seamus thinks that the information that you were born with is the only thing you need to know for the rest of your life. <laughs> you don't need to look anything up. If you don't know it, it's not true. Well, this this dude, he's he's literally reading you IMDb pages that he has never seen before. He yeah. does zero, <laughs> zero prep into this. Uh, if you guys don't mind me throwing a couple like, at it, you. It, it's almost like my last appearance on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a few of him just doing bad reads of the IMDb page. Here's okay. my number three. It is called Searching. Okay, guys, so I'm realizing now that I called this man Henry Cho, and I'm not really sure who that is. Henry Cho? I don't know. I might have just made that up. But his name's John Cho. That's the actual actor's name. I don't know what I was thinking. Who is Henry Cho? Is that a person? I don't know. Either way. (laughs) 
Oh. The nervous laugh kills me. Now, this dude clearly does a lot of editing. He puts in all those bits. Right. If you fuck up the guy's name, go back and fix it. Don't spend 10 minutes saying how you're a fucking idiot for not knowing the guy's name. Here's number 14. This is even worse butchery. It is directed by Anish uh, Shagante, and he is also, or she, I don't know. I'm not sure. Anish, I'm not sure. Uh Holy shit. If only there was a way to find out if that was a man or a woman. So I can't pronounce his name or her name. I don't even fucking know what I'm doing here. But let's talk more about it. Think of all those people in Illinois that are now misinformed. I know. Right. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, I see you have another bad uh, read clip. Out yeah, there. go for it. Number 15. And the synopsis says, a murder mystery set in a world where humans and puppets coexist. 5.3 out of 10 stars out of almost 10,000 votes. It stars Melissa McCarthy, Elizabeth Banks, Maya Rudolph, uh, Leslie Davids, something or other, the guy from uh, Stanley from The Office, uh, Joel McHale. <laughs> you got the page open right in front of you, and you can't fucking get the guy's name right. He's just the guy from The Office. And I left that other bit in because he literally is saying... Here's the synopsis, and then he reads the two-paragraph synopsis from IMDb. He reads the rating. He reads all this other shit. Right. Uh, he got into this movie called The Happy Time Murders, and I'd love to play you some clips on it because I was fascinated by all this. Right. Now, Happy Time Murders is running a solid 22% at Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> oh, we guess he loved it. Now, here's a clip from Peter Travers of uh, Rolling Stone. He says, a few critics are calling it the worst movie of the year. Unfair. This film has what it takes to be a contender for worst of the decade. <laughs> Okay, so this movie's not very good. No. Now, here's a sentence you've never heard anyone say. Here's my number 16. Now, due to my infatuation with uh, Melissa McCarthy, of course I had to watch this film. You know? <laughs> there was no way I was going to skip over it. It was going to get watched. I just didn't think I would talk about it on the podcast because I didn't think it was going to be good. But uh, here we are. So, two things here. First of all, I've never heard anyone infatuated with Melissa did you, McCarthy. Did you mean to say Jenny McCarthy? And maybe 1996, Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> yeah, I don't is that know. What and the other thing he says is, if it was bad, I wouldn't talk about it on my show. So he only talks about movies that he loves, but he loves every terrible fucking film he's ever seen. It's a great entertainment critic right there. Yeah. Only talk about things you enjoy. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Our show would be better if we only talked about podcasts that we enjoyed. Uh, then you'd get 10,000 downloads, Carl. Did you hear Tim Pool on Joe Rogan? That was fascinating, <laughs> wasn't it? Moving on. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, here's my number 18, where he uncovers who does the voice of one of the puppets in the film. Portrayed the character, the main puppet, Phil Phillips. Um, I, I know that the, it took a lot of people to make him move. I just, I'm not sure who played his voice. As far as IMDb says, it is uh, Bill Beretta. <laughs> That's what I fucking go with. I have no idea. I have no idea. I have no idea. He says I have no idea. I just read it off the authority <laughs> of fucking movies, but I don't know. It could be anybody. Carl, it could be the guy from Transformers. His name. His know. name was also in the credits, and they did show that he was the voice of that person. But I, I don't know. Yeah, it could be anybody. How can I possibly it could know? Could be anybody. This guy's like the Alex Jones of movie credits. Now the the director <laughs> of this Happy Time movie, his name was Henson, and okay. he deals with puppets. So here's number nineteen. Uh, the director is Brian Henson, so that's pretty cool, man. Jim Henson's, uh, I would imagine, kin of some sort. <laughs> now, two minutes later, he gets to number twenty. Uh, the director Brian Henson, the son—he's actually the son of Jim Henson. Oh! Who famously can see this just in the Muppet Show in 1976. So the Muppets. This so asshole just opens up. That's his son. 
So that's proof that he has not read this page. He's just got a bunch of tabs open. And he's just going from tab to tab. He doesn't even know what's in the second tab when he's reading you the first tab. It's fucking ridiculous. Why are people reading the internet to me on podcasts? And Oh, my God. Well, I'll tell <laughs> I you. I know how to read the internet. I'll tell you why, Carl. Because there's fascinating Easter eggs you would not know otherwise. Oh, like, my number right. is 21 and 22. Uh, in the photograph of Detective Edwards' apartment, the tall man in the photo is director Brian Henson. So that's a pretty uh, interesting Easter egg. Some guy you never heard of is the, the guy in the picture on the fucking desk drawer of this fucking no. movie that no one has seen. Some guy you've never heard of on a picture that you can't see. Yeah. You got to tell you about it. You got to freeze frame it on the Blu-ray to be able to see it. But when you do, man, it's all going to be worthwhile. Here's number 22 because he just discovers this as he's reading it. Uh, principal photography on the film began in the south end of the of Boston, Massachusetts on September 14, 2017. Filming also took place on Lynn Shore Drive in Lynn, Massachusetts, as well as Brant Rock, Massachusetts. So it was shot predominantly in Massachusetts. <laughs> pretty crazy. And then he says, that's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. Massachusetts? Good what? Lord. Good Lord. He also does this thing. Where her, he is concerned about giving out a spoiler alert. Mm. So seeing Tom Hardy lay it down and get one was fantastic because we already know that there's a second movie in the works. I'm sorry for the spoiler alerts. Whoa, but hey. You kind of knew what you were getting into by listening to the show. Dude, that's not what a fucking spoiler alert is, you <laughs> fucking retard. There's going to be a sequel? There's going to be a sequel to a superhero movie. You don't say. Who could have seen that comic? One that did well at the box office? Really? A sequel? <laughs> I was watching a movie called Anchorman, and it, it led me to believe that there's going to be an Anchorman 2. Spoiler oh, dude, alert. don't tell everybody. Oh, you fucking ruined it for all of our listeners. <laughs> and no point in watching it now. Doug, you should not do that because we have over 100 listeners on WATP. You just ruined it for all of those people. We have seven in California. There, there's a guy. There's a guy in Australia who enjoys the show. Ugh. Holy shit! All right, this is um, him talking about. He's very excited about uh, Venom, and he uses words that he doesn't understand what they mean. And Venom was one of my favorite villains. He was like a badass version of Spider-Man, you know, literally and figuratively. And then <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> He's literally. And figuratively, a badass version of Spider-Man. That's a terrible sentence. That That's guy's embarrassing. A, a cop, so he arrests people, literally and figuratively. <laughs> he talks about, apparently, and I, I don't know a lot about Venom. I haven't seen the movie either. But apparently, his nemesis is this supervillain called Carnage. Oh, boy. Who's also part of the Spider-Man universe. And what our buddy Seamus or Todd or Patrick, whatever his name is, what he likes to do in his free time is do movie casting. And he talks about how he was actively campaigning for a specific actor to get the role of Carnage. And when this movie had first came out, first, uh, you know, the trailer had first popped out, I started campaigning myself to get, you know, to try and get uh, people in to who I wanted to play carnage why basically I was trying that's to not your job board like, that's hey, not your fucking job play carnage let's cast him there are people who literally you know, the do that for me was, as their uh, job don hall gleason now some of you might recognize him from uh All right, that's where he talks about the movie with christina applegate yeah so he's talking about how 
I really wanted to get this actor or this actor and I was on social media and I was promoting this. And then he realizes that Woody Harrelson got the job, <laughs> but that doesn't slow him down. I kind of saw that when the trailer came out that somebody had said, you know, Woody Harrelson's going to play Carnage. I'm like, okay, all right. I'm still going to try and campaign and see what people think about it. You know, see what people think about my ideas. Why? Who gives a shit? What What exactly does it mean when he campaigns for something? I think he's mistaken the word campaign for the word tweet. I really think that's what he's saying. <laughs> I was campaigning all night last night about my download numbers. Woody Harrelson. I had diarrhea, so I spent a half hour campaigning on my phone. <laughs> he, he also mentions the review of Venom could not be more superficial and boring. He doesn't actually give his own opinion. He just says, I really liked it. And then he reads the IMDb page. Yeah. But he starts the podcast by telling us this. And it's going to be a pretty long episode, man. It's going to be detailed. <laughs> it wasn't long. It was like 22 minutes. Yeah. There was no detail involved at all. Yeah. I really didn't get anything out of it. And he's even reading press releases. Sony Pictures, I think, put this out. This is something that you would read in a press release. Uh, Tom Hardy considers Venom the coolest Marvel hero because he has a brazen swagger and a zero foxtrot attitude. Zero foxtrot. So, obviously, uh, you know, when the offer came up, he was he was on board. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Hardy is not actually a fan of Venom. And do you know how I know that? He's a successful adult. That's how I know that. You know, spent a lot of time with comic books. Is that what you're saying, Carl? Yeah. Do you think maybe when he got the role, he's like, oh, yeah, I love this guy. He's the best. That's, that's called fucking PR, you idiots. It, it probably went something like this. We we would like you to play a character named Venom. I've never heard of him. What's he, what is he? It's from comic books. I'm really not interested. We'll pay you $40 million. <laughs> I am in. Yep. Yep. Well, you know, there's a thing a lot of people... He's got, he's got zero foxtrot. I'm in. That's right. <laughs> could you please say he has zero foxtrot <laughs> and a great swagger? Yes, I could. Well, there's a thing a lot of people forget about Tom Hardy. This is my number nine. But in reality, Tom Hardy's not that way anyways. He's an actor. People forget that. And being an actor, you portray a role, you know, based on that character's attributes. When he says people, does he mean he forgets that? I don't know. Because I don't ever forget that. I spent a while on that. Dude, remember when he played Bane? Is that really who he is? Yeah. Is he really trying to murder everybody and take over the world? You know, I was reading this article. Did you know Christian Bale is not actually Dick Cheney? Did you know that? That's He's an actor. A lot no, of people forget that. He is Dick Cheney. I, oh, I saw that And movie. Kevin Smith can actually talk. <laughs> <laughs> and we wish he couldn't, man. Holy shit, that guy. Sorry, go ahead. Hey. <laughs> so this guy is also selling merchandise that you can purchase. Oh, so if you really love this podcast, you're probably going to want to wear a shirt. But where would you wear a chewed gum shirt? Well, I'll give you a clue. Get that merchandise, man. Rock that merchandise. If you buy the merchandise, wear it to my comedy. <laughs> wear it to my comedy is the... F I laughed out loud when I heard that. It's one of the funniest fucking things I've ever heard anyone say. Buy my shirt and then wear it to my comedy. Yeah, there's going to be at least four people in the basement of that VFW hall. Come join me for my five minutes of the open mic. Did you know that this guy shamed His mom's going to be there wearing a chewed gum shirt. You fucking... <laughs> Thanks for wearing that to my comedy, Mom. <laughs> After your comedy, you get home. <laughs> the streetlights have been out for 10 minutes. Is your comedy almost done? This is... How, how come you haven't talked about cum swapping with your sister like you said you were going to? <laughs> well, 
Oh, yeah, he explains that he's got original jokes and fresh material. But I'm excited about doing the jokes, man. I'm, I got some really fresh material, some stuff that nobody's ever said before. That is literally the only rule of stand-up comedy is to not steal other people's jokes. <laughs> and he goes, guys, I'm really excited. I have fresh material no one's ever said before. That's the, that's the fucking... Bare minimum thing that you have to do. No shit. I've, I've got some jokes uh, from George Lopez. Yeah. No, it's not offensive either. That's not what I'm going for. These are just jokes that are coming from me as a person. My child. So he's mm. not talking about cum swapping with his sister because it's not offensive. Don. Yeah. He's not going to have an issue with this because he was a, mu a musician for 16 years. Oh, yeah. Being on stage is not new. It's just being on stage and having all the lights on you and only you. And I kind of like that. Yeah, you think? Yeah. <laughs> He's got 18 podcasts. He's got 18 podcasts and tweets about his fucking download numbers. Do you think he likes the spotlight? I think he might. But the funny part is, is that he thinks he's everywhere. I've, I've never heard of fucking Seamus, and I never would have, if not for fucking Doug from Who's Right. <laughs> fucking bastard. But listen well, to this. <laughs> downloads really isn't a spotlight. It's more like a pen light, I think. Yeah. But it's more like a flashlight. But listen to this guy. He explains that you can find him everywhere. Most of the podcasts that I run, uh, Tuesdays with Mary is brand new. Great job. Thank you is brand new. Crime and Movies has got some new stuff. You know, I'm all over the map, man. You like Seamus McKillian, you can find me pretty much anywhere. I, you can't find this guy anywhere. What is he talking about? What the fuck is he talking about? It, making a hundred podcasts no one listens to doesn't make you a hundred times more famous. Yeah. If you made one podcast that someone gave a shit about, you'd be way more famous than having a hundred podcasts no one's ever heard or will ever hear. Jesus I have never fuck. had so much motivation to try to round up as much material about one person as I have leading up to this conversation. Yeah. And I couldn't find shit about this fucking guy. He doesn't exist. He told me he was on YouTube, but he's not. I looked all over. <laughs> oh, fuck. And his entire show could be summed up with this line. Okay, we didn't need to know that. Thank you. <laughs> Nothing he tells me was important. Nothing at all. Uh, I do love, though, this, uh, this transition out of the segment where he explains to us that it's important for us to not just listen to his opinion. Give it a try yourself. You know, it's important. People's opinion, opinions are good, but you got to create your own opinion yourself for a film like this. But that has been... Cinemania! <laughs> so, according to this fucking idiot, it's important for me to form my own opinion about a superhero movie. Yeah. It is not! That is not an important thing at all, Seamus. It really doesn't fucking matter. Uh, and then he has another segment called Things to Watch. Mm. This is great. This is him introducing a brand new segment that also has music. Now, we actually are introducing a new segment Something I've never done before on this show, and I'm excited to do it, man. It's actually a segment where I'm going to tell you guys some things that I, I think you should watch, as well as some things that I would like to watch myself. It is called, simply, Things to Watch. <laughs> Listen to this music! Hang on, it gets better. It makes zero sense! Did you Do you have more of that music? Uh, my number 23 is a very brief clip of that okay, song. Okay, let's hear that. Things to watch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, on the, on the, on the older episode that I listened to, his things to watch, he's reading things that he hasn't seen yet. 
Yeah, he's, so, he's, he's said, things to watch are things that I've seen and liked or things I want to watch. He cracked open his Netflix queue. He's <laughs> like, dude, these are the next three things I'm going to watch when I'm sitting at home on my, on my fucking couch. So the Predator, the house is Jack built, and the Clovehitch Killer, man. Those are my things to watch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> Does this guy never heard a podcast before? Does he think this is what people want to listen to? Is this guy telling me what he watched recently? Oh. Or he's going to watch Yeah, this someday? is what he's going to watch tomorrow. Uh, Come on over to Doug. Listen to Doug read his grocery list for next week. <laughs> Be about as entertaining. Holy shit. So when I, when I suggested this to you, you went and checked it out. You seen, I think it was 26 minutes for that episode. Yeah. You you didn't think there was going to be this much content, did you? Oh, my God. I, I thought, okay, Doug's being lazy. He picked the shortest <laughs> podcast he could find. <laughs> He's still pissed at me for the Flat Earth podcast we did that was three hours. And then I listened to this, and I couldn't fucking believe it. The guy's talking about specific download numbers within the first seven minutes of the show. Uh, We've had 9,500 downloads. I've listened to hundreds and hundreds of podcasts. I've never heard anyone brag about their fucking download numbers that weren't in the millions. Yeah. Well, when you get to a million, you might start talking about it. Those downloads Wait, are meaningful, Carl. Yeah. My number six tells you the, the meaning behind it. Oh, okay, good. Because not a lot of podcasts are doing those kind of numbers <laughs> in their first year. There's just no way. So it kind of makes me feel special, like I'm actually doing something useful. <laughs> I am sorry, Seamus. That is incorrect. He goes, he goes there's just no way <sighs> that there's podcasts that are doing those kinds of numbers. Seamus, let me explain something to you. There's 124 million people in the U.S. who listen to podcasts, and they subscribe to multiple podcasts that put out multiple episodes every single week. I'm downloading way more podcast episodes than that just in my one phone. Yeah. And there's no way other people are doing those kinds of numbers. Yeah. It's actually now, highly likely. Now, patrons, on the other hand, that that's a different conversation that's so, fucking all right hilarious. so let's talk about that so he's on patreon mm -hmm. he tells you to support the show on patreon you go to that page there's one patron four dollars a month mm. that has to be seamus right well i was thinking it was seamus's mom yeah seamus <laughs> is much like i better get a t-shirt well uh, uh, <laughs> i've uh, already got the other one <laughs> a dollar a week for this kind of content is a very small price to pay this is um this is terrible this show yeah but he does explain that uh, episode 41, hold on to your seat. And today we have a doozy of an episode, as we usually do. I try not to let you guys down in that aspect. He does? He's trying not to let us down? Yeah. Oh, shit. So what? He it was like an ESPN show or something he did, right? Yeah, 30 for 30. I didn't get that far. I just listened to him talk shit about Doug. I <laughs> <laughs> laughed my ass off and then moved on. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Doug, anything else you want to talk about with this guy? No, I, I think we've pretty much covered it. I put together a oh, chewed gum game oh, that sweet. I would love to play with Are you guys. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> now listen, this is a this is a lightning round game. Just the first thing. Uh, Wait, I feel like we need to have on. like music for this segment or something. Oh, I got you covered. Oh, you got it. Okay. Now, <laughs> these are all in order, one through eight. Hit my number one. Here's the opening theme. You guys want to know who my Chewbacca's of the film were? <laughs> the Chewbacca of the film. The film. What the now, fuck was that? That's the opening song to the game, Carl. Pay attention. Now, here's how it works. He's going to read the movie, and then you have to guess who the tube actor of the movie is, and then we'll play the answer. So first one is to Doug. Here's number two. Here's the question. 
I'm sorry. I know we want to go quickly through this. What the fuck's a chewed actor? It's the chewed actor of the film, Carl. Pay attention. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> so this is to Doug. Here's number two. Okay, so first we had The Searching Film starring John Cho. Okay, Searching starring John Cho. Doug, who is the chewed actor of the film? Uh, Come Swapping Sisters. Pit number three? Nope. My obvious choice has to be John Cho. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is, that's Damn incorrect, it. Doug. Now, Carl, this one's to you. Here's number four. Okay. For the second film, The Happy Time Murders, starring Melissa McCarthy and a bunch of puppets. Okay, it's the, it's the puppets. Hit number five. But overall, you got to go Melissa McCarthy. Oh, I'm sorry. Fuck, I'm such an idiot. Doug, this one's over to you. Your chance to steal. Number six. Okay. And lastly, for The Equalizer 2, man, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to not pick Denzel Washington? Oh, shit. So Equalizer 2, starring Denzel Washington. Doug, go ahead. Denzel Washington. Number seven. My two backer for this film is Denzel Washington. Oh, fuck. Doug with the win. Hit number eight. That's our closing theme. All right. Wow, this was quick. And uh, that's our two backers of the film, guys. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) So that's an older episode. So that's why he's so impressed with his music now, because it used to just be mouth noises. I guess so. Well, that's a delay pedal with it with a with a theme that nice. You got to play it twice. Everybody knows that. (laughs) So he created this thing called a tubed actor. Something. Yes. And then the best actor of the film. And it's always the star of the movie. It's always the star of the film. (laughs) So I actually I was going to create my own game for this. Carl, who do you think is the best guitar player in the Jimi Hendrix experience? That's a tough one. I know. Uh, Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. This guy's an idiot. Yeah, kind of. I am uh, speechless. <laughs> I am speechless. All that this guy talks about is how he's trying to put on a great show, and he, he wants to put on a great show, and he's so thankful for his listeners. So it kind of makes me feel special, like I'm actually doing something useful. And I thank you guys, the listeners. You're the reason that it that it makes all the, you know it makes doing this worth it. Wow, he cannot talk for a podcaster. He's very bad at talking. Do, doing what exactly? Yo, he doing turns on what? the mic. He reads IMDb. He brags about his his comedy, and then he says thank you and good night. Yeah. Well, this the, the one guy in front of a microphone format. That's tough, man. It you got to be good to pull that off, and he ain't. You didn't like the show? Uh, I did not. How many I, gum wads? Would you I give only that? gave it one and a half gum wads. Okay, so it has room for improvement. That's a, a positive bit, yeah. thing, though. You can, you can get better. Of course, yeah. I think he needs more music and transition beds. And more downloads. That would help. Him <laughs> more <laughs> downloads. If he told me he had twenty thousand downloads the first year, I'd be like, "All right, I'm listening." <laughs> this guy must be onto something. Holy shit! All right, guys, let me take a moment to talk about a very loyal sponsor. To WATP, it's deepdiscount.com. This is a website where you'll find thousands of movies and TV shows at incredible prices. Everything on the site is discounted. I mean low, low prices. No more time wasted searching and searching to find something good to watch. Take charge and go buy it. No more commercials. No more edits. No more bad streams that buffer all the time. Buy the shows you want and watch them when you want. Own them forever. Own your obsession. And this month of February, you can get 15% off your order. Use the promo code WATP15 at checkout. That's WATP15. You'll get an additional 15% off the already low price. You'll find classics, hard to find titles, 
new releases as well. All the brand new movies are available on deepdiscount.com. You can go to whoarethese.com and click the link. That way they know that you came from WATP. And we appreciate that. It's a great way to support Who Are These Podcasts and our bashing of shitty podcasters by going to deepdiscount.com. Thank you, Deep Discount. All right. Crozier has told me that uh, apparently I've made fun of podcasters for their live reads. (laughs) And I should not be doing that. (laughs) Crozier's made this very clear. Um, So I do want to point out that there is a, a podcast out there that has the best live reads ever. And remember when we did that, um, what was that show with those terrible improv comics, Hollywood Handbook? Hand, Hollywood Handjob, yeah. Yeah, where they Oof. did those live reads that went on for eight and a half, ten minutes, mm-hmm. and they were so nonsensical and retarded, and oh. everyone in the subreddit was like, these are the greatest fucking oh. live reads. Everyone loved them. Here is how you actually do a great live read. These are my buddies at Cumtown talking about Bet DSI. Damn, I. <clears throat> if you guys ever heard of bet, BetDSI.com, mm-hmm. it's the number one motherfucking site, paying out winners for 15 years. A great sports book, etc. With, uh, fuck, uh, 24 hour customer That's service. good enough. So that's BetDSI, there's a promo code or something. <laughs> Back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know. Also, also, as a, uh, a professional marketer, I enjoyed this live read quite a bit. Well, look, once I'm trying to sell somebody's product, mm-hmm. I'm in the fucking zone, you know? So true. It's me, you. This is a message to any any advertisers out there yeah. that are looking for a revolutionary new style of marketing that we're introducing Yes. called destroying your brand's image. <laughs> <laughs> so that you can... Get your your company's exactly. name in front of like roughly a hundred thousand, mostly racist teenagers, right? Yeah, <laughs> who don't have any money of their own, who don't, but are willing to steal from their parents, are willing to spend yeah. their parents' money on dick bills. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we've uh, we've had a lot of fun with our friends, uh, Deep Discount, but I think it's time to move along to uh, everybody's favorite uh, live read king. Opie, who was on the uh, Facebook Live recently. Oh, boy. Which is always fun. And he's reading comments, and he's reading questions that are coming in in real time. And uh, our buddy Brian Mitchell asked Opie a question about uh, his numbers. I'll just talk about download numbers. This was a fascinating answer. Uh, can you show us some podcast numbers? I know the pod is crushing. Brian Mitchell, no, I will not be doing that for the simple reason no matter what I show you, somebody out there will be like, oh, uh, 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 Compelling argument. <laughs> Brian, thank you for doing this, buddy. This is so funny. Opie then goes on to explain how well the podcast is doing. And remember, this is not his podcast. This is like his just, he's like filming New York City from his window of his million dollar apartment and just talking uh we're slowly but surely building this thing every week the subscribers go up just a hair it's almost frustrating like i get i get less than i don't want to over represent this but i get less than like 30 new subscribers a week but every week i get that so 
fast forward a month and all of a sudden it's like, oh, there you go. All right, there you go. That's nice. Ooh. So. <laughs> I know. Ooh. So Opie says, I get less than 30 a week, but fast forward a month, I can do the quick math. So 100? Is that how many you get in a month? Is that? Oof. Yeah, wow. Good job, Opie. You should have Seamus show him how to get downloads. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I was just gonna. I was just gonna say that uh, Opie is a worse broadcaster than Seamus. <laughs> Somehow, it's amazing. But I think it's time for Opie Radio. I was listening to an episode recently where Opie decides that he is going to take edibles and then go to a dinosaur museum. Oh, boy. But before he does that, he goes to a diner with a guy named Mike Bichetti. Mm. Do you guys know who Mike Bichetti is? A uh, comedian, right? Kind of. I've heard, of. I've heard his name, I think, on this show. He was on the Artie Lang podcast. Okay, there we go. That's he was like Artie's sidekick on there. But he's not right mentally. And I can play a a quick example of that where Opie's talking about online harassment. Mike Buschetti makes the exact opposite point to himself within 20 seconds. Idiots. I don't know. For some reason, I get harassed by all idiots online. Yeah. But I don't care what they say. Everyone gets harassed online. You, You do understand that, right? Yeah, but certain people don't, I don't think. Who do, who do you think doesn't get harassed online? Well, like, it depends who they are. Like, like Louis Anderson probably don't get harassed online. His, his fans are mellow. I think Louis Anderson gets harassed online. So? Yes. <laughs> as soon as you realize everyone gets harassed online, it's a little easier to take. A little easier. Yeah, but who do you think is, is doesn't get harassed? I don't think anybody, am I right or wrong, right? Oh. Did you follow that conversation at all? No, and that audio is distractingly <laughs> it's so bad. distracting. It's a microphone in the center of a diner table? Yes. What the fuck? Yes, and you hear Opie in his full Opie glory doing a terrible broadcast, can't edit anything out. They're having a nonsensical conversation. He's talking about his ethnicity here. And listen to how ridiculous... Opie is not even being fun or cute with this. Um, I'm like, I'm a uh, little of everything. Oh, nice. I even got a little black in me. Who cares? 0.01 sub-Saharan. I think. And guess we... where that blood went? <laughs> no, I'm serious. I got a big piece. <laughs> what? Opie says, no, 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 I'm serious. I got a big piece. Good Lord. And Mike Machete goes, <laughs> like nervous laughter. And then listen to how he transitions out of this conversation. How? The, the dinosaurs. We're going to see uh, pterodactyls, maybe. <laughs> this is really on a podcast. Ugh. Opie goes, I got a huge dick. And Mike Machetti goes, oh, so we're going to see pterodactyls later today? Oh. Is that what we're doing? Good Lord. <laughs> and he's, I, I don't know the guy that, that is with him, but he's got that whistle when he talks, like false teeth whistle or denture yeah. whistle. Or, yeah. That, that's annoying as shit. That's a good observation. This guy is probably 60 years old. Mike sounds Bichetti. like, yeah. It sounds like he's barely clinging to life. <laughs> he's not in good health. I think he had a heart attack recently. All right, so the big thing that happened on this podcast, guys, this is what we're getting to here, is they're in this diner in New York City, and they spot Bruce Willis. Ooh. And immediately, Opie is starstruck and starts whispering. I think so. What do you think happened? I told you Bruce Willis comes here. <laughs> I told you. 
You're in shock. I told you. I know. I'm MD. in total shock. <laughs> My heart just stopped. For 10 seconds. Holy crap. What are the odds? Is uh, it the edibles or is that really Bruce Willis? All right. So remember, this is Opie from Opie and Anthony. They used to have movie stars on their show every single day promoting whatever movie was coming out. It was a satellite radio morning show yeah. that rivaled Howard Stern. He just saw Bruce Willis in a diner, and they were like, oh, my God, that's Bruce Willis. Ugh. Holy shit, Mike Buschetti can't talk. They're, they're, they're so starstruck by this. So Opie, being the king of cringe, decides he's going to go over and talk to Bruce Willis and get him on the podcast. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I bet you can guess this goes very well. Bruce Willis. <laughs> Can you say hi? We're doing a podcast and he doesn't believe it's you. Just say hi. He doesn't believe it's you. He don't believe nothing. Don't worry about it. You go ahead and eat. <laughs> I told you. Sorry, sorry to buddy. Sorry to bother you. Turn that off. <laughs> okay, we're going back here. Okay. He, he doesn't want to be involved. No, I don't blame him. All right. So oh this is the God. entire interaction with Bruce Willis. Oh. They walk over to him with his fucking Zoom recorder and says, hey, this guy doesn't believe you're Bruce Willis. Do you want to be on my podcast? He's like, no, turn it off. Yeah. Go away. This is Opie. Did he beg him for a selfie afterwards? (laughs) I mean, what are we fucking doing here? Good Lord. He should have told him that he knows Anthony Cumia. Right. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Anthony, I was on a show yesterday. That's cool. So then Opie decides because of that interaction with Bruce Willis that Bruce Willis was on his show. I just t- try to have a little conversation with him. I could officially uh, label this podcast Bruce Willis because he, he was on the pod. I guess I could too now. Yeah. Bruce Willis was now also on my podcast. So yeah, this is absolutely. the Bruce Willis episode of WATP. All right, I want to point something out. They see Bruce Willis. They go over and talk to him. He blows them off. And now Opie is accusing Mike of being starstruck and freaked out. Meanwhile, listen to how Opie's demeanor changed. Remember how I was playing those clips before and he's in the diner he's just talking? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, man. Uh, you know, I found out I got some black in me. But this is now Opie knows that Bruce Willis is there. You never know where he is. Bro, Bruce Willis freaked you out and now you can't talk. What's going on? Get your head back together. You <laughs> Mickey Mouse pancakes. Now he's whispering on a podcast in a noisy diner. <laughs> It doesn't even sound real because the guy's like yelling out orders in the background. Yeah. It sounds like one of those things you would get that would be like, if you want to sound like you're in a diner, download yeah. this today. Uh, some things that Opie does that I, I really just love. It makes me so happy. He is talking to Mike Buschetti about his favorite comedians. And he says, Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. And Mike Buschetti goes, you know, I've never seen Chris Rock. I know, which is huh. weird. So Opie decides he's going to tell him. One of his favorite Chris oh, Rock bits. Fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Opie should not be doing Chris Rock bits. Oh, I'm just going to no. throw that out there. But check this out. I never I listened to Rock, Sam believe it or not. As bad as that sounds. I don't really know his work. That's amazing. He does a whole bit on the N-word. But, but Sam? Ends versus ends. He goes N-I-G-G-A is better than N-I-G-G-E-R. Oh, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. the greatest bits ever, ever uttered. Oh, <laughs> oh, fuck you! That's God, this awful. is unlistenable. This is horrible. <laughs> can you can you imagine sitting next to a guy as famous as Opie is trying to explain a Chris Rock bit? <sighs> he has to pick the one with the N word. Oh, There's so many other Christ. bits, oh. Opie. 
You know, I know you never listen to George Carlin, but he does this great bit about the seven dirty words. Yeah. So there's S, there's F, there's T, there's A. <laughs> the MF word is also in there. You oh, got to hear this bit. It's amazing. Unfucking believable. The other thing that I noticed while this uh, this whole uh, podcast is going on is you have two dumb people talking to each other. <laughs> and the thing about Opie was he always had Jim Norton and Anthony there who were the smart people mm-hmm. who could keep a conversation going. These two idiots are in different conversations as they go. Oh, yeah. That explains the difference. It's one of the greatest bits ever, ever uttered. I know between a couple, between yourself and a couple of other people, I know people with friends with Sam Kennison. John Melendez, right? Stuttering John was good friends and yeah. So Opie explains the Chris Rock bit, and he goes, I know people who were friends with Sam Kinison. Wow. <laughs> like Stuttering John, which I'm sure Opie wants to talk all about the cast and characters from the Howard Stern show. It's oh, exactly what he wants to be talking about. Um, and then Opie being the brilliant podcaster that he is, of course, he's going to prepare when he has a guest on, like Mike Buschetti. Mike Buschetti has a book out. When, when does the book come out? It's out now in uh, Kindle iBooks. Oh, nice. I put it out. You know what? I probably should have fucking read it before I did this uh, episode. Yeah. You might have done that. Somebody has a book out they're promoting. Sometimes you read that book yeah. so you can talk about it intelligently with that person. Wow. All right. I want to bring it back to this Bruce Willis talk because it's riveting. Okay. They're so excited. This goes on for... About 45, 50 minutes where they're either in the diner with Bruce Willis or they're talking about how he was there at one point. This is Bruce Willis getting a muffin. Bruce Willis just walked by us. He's so annoyed he's leaving. And and he just picked out a muffin. And the owner of this place just gave him the muffin for free. Oh, no. I think he could afford the muffin. I can't believe I don't know how, I don't know why it works that way. The more money you get, the more free stuff you get. This is a guy who had multi-million dollar contracts. Oh. He doesn't understand why people who are famous get free things. Is oh. that is that possibly true? Oh. <laughs> now, Carl, I went over to the seat he was sitting in, and it yeah. was still warm. I felt Bruce Willis's ass groove. Can you believe that? Dude, you would think that he wouldn't give off body heat with how much money he makes. <laughs> Why is he also giving off body? What the fuck? So Opie's so excited, he thinks that he made Bruce leave. Yeah, but the thing is, let me ask you something, Bruce Willis leave. When you... Do you think we made Bruce Willis yeah, leave? Yeah, he's a knucklehead. I gotta ask our waiter if we made Bruce Willis leave because he was sitting there and next thing you know he took his he took his food to go and he got a free muffin from his place. I don't even think to, to And then think. he was really loud his bag in the distance because he's like I think he's passive aggressive. He I think he wanted to say some more shit to us. <laughs> so now Opie's inventing this story that Bruce Willis gives a fuck about those two guys <sighs> sitting in a diner. He's like, dude, this guy's passive aggressive. He wanted to say some shit to us. And then he has to ask the server if it's possible that they're the reason why he left. But the bottom line is, bro, did Bruce Willis leave because of us? Yes. For real? I told you. No, no, just kidding. Are you just kidding? All right. No, but the thing is, I go to church all the time, right? But the bottom line is, right? So Opie, in his mind, is controlling everything that's going on in this place. Bruce Willis comes in, and now he has to leave because Opie's there. And he's asking the server, do he leave because of us? He's like, no, of course not. Bruce Willis is a busy guy. (laughs) Who the fuck are you? And Opie has decided that this... That you heard that interaction. That was the only interaction that he had with them. Now he's decided that Bruce was being a tough guy. 
I said I picked this place because sometimes Bruce Willis comes and sits right there. That's his booth. He, he maybe if we were sitting in his booth. How great would that have been? And then he was trying to be a tough guy with me, and he goes, turn that thing off. But he seemed to... I don't know if he had a bad day or that's how he was all the time. He's always like that. <laughs> I hope he goes, be the tough guy to turn that thing off. That's not what he, that's not what he said at all. But wow. it, the, the fucking guy's just trying to get some food, and you come in with this <laughs> stupid fucking recorder and your toothless friend, and you get the fuck away from me. Yeah, and Obi looks homeless. His whole demeanor now with his long beard and his shitty clothes, he looks like a homeless guy. Walk up to Bruce Willis with a fucking recorder. Yeah. Bruce is like, yeah, I don't want to be on your podcast, man. Tur- turn it off. And now he's going, this fucking guy's always like this, man. He's, he's just a dick. Everyone knows that. So then he asks the the owner of the place or someone who works there about Bruce Willis and gets the exact opposite opinion. I don't know what kind of guy, you know what I mean? I never seen him in person. That's what it is. You know, it's kind of weird. Is he nice to you? Very nice. Very yeah, nice. I was hoping he was going to be nice to me, but... I don't want to bother him, you know what I mean? That's why I'm really... No, you did good because he doesn't want to be bothered. I just said hi. Was he mad at us? You said hi? Hey, no, I don't think so. Okay. See, that's the thing. I don't want to bother people like that because people bother him all day long on the show, really, yeah. right? No, you know, he's down to earth, like... Uh... Yeah. Ugh. So like, you're, yeah. you're sitting there trying to eat your breakfast or whatever, and you hear these two schmucks behind you. It's N I G G E R versus N I G G A. Hey, that's, that's Bruce Willis. I wonder if he wants to come on our podcast. Oh. Could you imagine how creepy that is? Everyone's just in there normal talking, and now these guys start whispering yeah. because you're sitting there. You have to speculate that all they're doing is talking about you. It's very yeah, uncomfortable. Which, which, of course, they were. And Opie mentions that. He would actually swap lies with Bruce Willis. But you know what? He's, he's a major A-lister. Probably gets bothered. Yeah, but you know what? Long. Yeah, that that's very true. People annoy him all day long, right? right? I'm sure. But it's a hell of a life. I would take that life. Oh, yeah. Over podcasting after my great radio career. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> no shit, Sean! No shit! <laughs> wow, well, imagine that. Opie would rather be Bruce Willis. No kidding. Yeah. Let's see, do I want to save Nakatomi Plaza or get 30 subscribers next week? <laughs> Less than 30 subscribers each week. But it adds up, Doug. Yeah. It adds up. So this is, he needs, Opie needs validation from a, a retard who does comedy with Artie Lang. Did he talk to you? You seen him or not? Uh, no. <laughs> Why would he? He doesn't know who I am. No one knows who I am at this point. Why are you saying that? The people know you forever. Really? Millions of people still know you. Millions. Yeah. You ready to get out of here? Yeah. So there's no, there's no jokes in that or anything. He's not pretending to be yeah, humble. He's just depressed at this point. He's right? just depressed. He's he's like, yeah, nobody knows who I am. Bruce Willis didn't recognize me. Nobody knows. And maybe she's like, no, millions of people know who you are. So now he's talking to their server, and he has to throw out, "Have you ever met Opie? You ever meet Opie? Who the hell is Opie? Yeah. Opie." Yeah, you ever meet Opie? Who's Opie? Yeah, I know. Here, here let me uh, pay for this. Mike, I'm going to pay for breakfast, okay? I told you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing? He's just embarrassing himself. This is not his podcast. It's not even me on my podcast embarrassing him. This is him on his podcast embarrassing himself. Yeah. He talks yep. about how he, he would love to take a picture with a fan if he could ever meet one. <laughs> you got to know when to ask for pictures. Me, I would take a picture anytime. I, I just hope I can get recognized. <laughs> <laughs> Your theory of millions of people knowing me, no, I think that's no, 
Oh, should he just get a t-shirt that says I used to be famous? And people could like <laughs> ask him when he walked around. Who would do something like that? Oh. This is uh, a fun clip where Mike cuts off Opie while he's telling some stories. These guys are not having separate conversations yeah. with each other. And Opie gets very annoyed. I felt bad for Greg. They were letting him have it tremendously, yeah. right? I guess the rest of my story was didn't really matter. That's okay. No, I'm so sorry. Nah, I, it's... Uh, yeah, but, I told it on a, a past podcast, so they could they could try to search yeah, through like eighty episodes to find it. Yeah, but, it's all right. Oh <laughs> How annoyed God. is he at this point? That's some passive aggressive bullshit yeah. right there. That's the problem with having two idiots talking to each other. See, Carl Ruiz is off in L.A. filming TV shows. Oh, wow. so he hasn't been on the show in a while, and Opie is struggling without Carl there. Ugh. It's it's rough for him. He at at this point. He gets goes into the bathroom and has to talk about Bruce Willis again, and now he's communicating with his producer, Joey. That was uh, so much fun so far. Joey, what a good time, man. Well, it's not every morning you get blown off by Bruce Willis. Uh, I didn't snap a picture of Bruce Willis, because now people are going to be like, that wasn't Bruce Willis, bullshit. Maybe you'll recognize the voice, I don't know. No one's going to not believe him. They're, who would think that that wasn't Bruce Willis? They were both starstruck. The guy blew him off, and then they had a whisper about it for the next 45 minutes. I totally believe that that was Bruce Willis. Just the, the idea of him, like, going into a bathroom stall to talk to himself is so fucking sad. It's weird. He's just going in the mirror. It's okay, Opie. You can do this. You're the best. You know what I mean? Like, Don't forget, you're the guy that met Bruce Willis in a diner. That's right. Oh, fuck. You got 30 um, new downloads last week, buddy. It's going to be all right. I was talking to, uh, to my buddy Chris last night, and he listened to the latest episode of Opie. And uh, Carl Ruiz is back, mm. which is why Opie declares. I was going to start this podcast by saying, yay, Carl is back. <laughs> And uh, Chris, I haven't listened to the show yet, but Chris pointed out that they have a new word that they use that will uh, have to be added to our repertoire. I took a little nappy poo. <laughs> oh, fuck these guys. <laughs> oh, fuck these guys. Ugh, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I, I can tell I'm, I'm losing everybody in the room here. These, both you, Croge, and you, Doug, neither of you guys were all being Anthony fans. No. No. So you, you have no idea why we're even listening to this garbage podcast. Like, yeah, it's terrible. We get it. We're, uh, what, are we, what are we doing? <laughs> so let's move on. Let's talk about the biggest podcast in the comedy section of iTunes right now. Number one podcast, most downloads. What do you think it is, Doug? I'm going to have to go. It, you, you threw me a softball here. I know what it is. Yeah? The, the Ron Burgundy shit, right? Oh, no. It's, it's actually chewed gum. <laughs> <laughs> it got a hundred downloads yesterday. Woo. Uh, no, no, it is it is the Ron Burgundy. So, some some asshole on the subreddit uh, posted uh, a link to this Ron Burgundy. They they put out a teaser clip, and I went and listened to it. And Ron Burgundy was a funny character in one movie, fifteen years ago. Wildly unfunny in the sequel. Unbelievably Unbelievably bad. unfunny. And now they're going to take that character and turn it into a podcast. Oh. Did you listen so, to this, Doug? I, I, I tried. Okay. Uh, in the spirit of the show, I made it about five minutes, ten minutes, and it, it was... My impression of it is it's like deleted scenes from Anchorman 2 on replay. That's what it felt like. Yeah. Yeah. 
I thought it was like the the terrible bit they play ten minutes before the end of Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. But you're stuck there for all eternity. It's like a well, Black Mirror it, episode. It, it, you're just you're locked into this time loop with this awful fucking comedy. Didn't he do some car commercials in that character a while back? And they were they were horrible. That yes, sounds about. Right. I remember that. Yeah, I, I forgot all about that. He is milking this fucking stupid local newscaster character for everything that it's worth. And there's one joke in this show. It goes on for, what, 48 minutes or something like that? Yeah. There's one single joke in this show is that Ron Burgundy is a dummy and, and is very confused. And everyone around him has to react to that, which is exactly like the skits at the end of SNL. Yeah. Somebody's annoying and everyone else is annoyed by the annoying person, except it goes on for a fucking hour. It's terrible. And Will Ferrell is a great comedic actor a star he could be doing better things a star of tv and film right why he is doing this i have no fucking clue there can't be any paycheck big enough to be like just fuck your reputation with this fucking awful comedy he's one of the writers of this that's this writing is atrocious there is nothing fun there's not even a chuckle to come from this fucking podcast oh it's terrible Girls, you have clips. I, I do not. Doug does not. I got it. <laughs> Let's gotta, get into it. I get a few. Let's just power mm-hmm. through just a few of these. Okay. My number one is the show opening. This is where we get introduced to Ron Burgundy, comma, podcaster. Uh, microphone check. One, two, one, two, two. Micronesia. Micronesia. Philodendrum. Philodendrum. One, two, one, two, one, two. How are the levels? Are we getting good levels? Just, Just tell me when we're ready. Okay. Tell me. Mm, that's a good apple. No, I, I know I let that run long, but that's the that's the intro to the show. After the toilet paper commercial, that's what you get. <laughs> yeah, there him. is a toilet paper commercial to start the show. That's him introducing himself, and yeah. then let's meet the producer, Carolina, who is the straight man to the bit. Yeah. Did you like your time at Sarah Lawrence? Oh, yeah. No, I, it was so fascinating. I studied um, American literature right. um, from the 19th century. And um, then I got an, actually an internship at NPR. Um, and from then on, I uh, moved to... Uh, Is there LA. a Tom Jones University? No. So he's an idiot, she's an idiot, and she says um a lot. I don't know if I pointed that out well enough in the clip. <laughs> I noticed that. Holy fuck. Which is, it's totally scripted, so they're trying to make it seem like this is a natural conversation. Yeah. But it does not. No. And like, all right, so here's, uh, they get, the the first episode is a true crime episode. Okay. They get in some forensic psychologist or some bullshit. Here's the hard-hitting question, number six. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Who wrote that? Faulkner? (sighs) I can almost guarantee that it wasn't Faulkner. I'm not sure who. So who Ron Burgundy's that. character is that he's an idiot and he doesn't yeah. know anything. And the the goof is mainly based on the fact that he was uh, anchorman in the '70s, so he wouldn't know what the internet is or a podcast is. But then he also asks ridiculously stupid questions like, "You're a doctor, so does that mean you can perform heart surgery?" The guy's like, well, I'm not a medical doctor. Like, is this really a joke that we're still using? Oh. That we don't know the difference between people with their fucking doctorate degree and oh. things other than medicine? It's, Th- it's, this is what these jokes are in the show. And it's an hour of this. It's, it's an, an hour of it. an hour of this. Well, he does dip into some internet humor. Here's my number seven. It was so fascinating. Before you got here, we we stumbled across the, the fact that uh, I had no idea that the Zodiac Killer... 
uh, was Senator Ted Cruz. Well, that's I don't know about that information. It that's a that's a popular um, to my understanding that's a, a really popular meme or mm-hmm. area of of humor in the community right now. But I, I'm not really I'm not even sure the ages would really match up. So we're really going to sit and explain memes from three fucking years ago? Is that where we're at? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Don't, so don't, don't you think that this says a lot about our country, that it is the number one ranked podcast, comedy podcast in, the, in so. the country? I mean, this says a, a lot about podcasting, in my opinion. Yeah. And I've, I've said this forever. If you're a celebrity, you're automatically in the top 100. Dak Shepard's fucking podcast is terrible. Yeah. There's no redeeming quality to it. It's not interesting at all. Meanwhile, I see this fuckhead in the top of the fucking charts every time. Why? Yeah. Who is listening to this fucking guy? Oh. So oh. you could just be and, a, and, a character and fucking be number one. And what little I listened to the Ron Burgundy shit. Not once did he ever talk about eating asses or swapping cum with his sister. <laughs> Which would have made it way better. It would have been a huge fucking improvement. <laughs> Well, he does. Uh, he starts cracking jokes. Here's my number four. Uh, Carolina, let's uh, let's go ahead and take a caller. Oh no, we um we can't take a caller. I told you. Christ, that. Carolina, you do you pay these producers to say no? I get that for free at home with my wife. <laughs> are you are you married? No, but for the sake of the joke, I am. Okay. Holy fuck, dude! The net was funnier. Than this fucking podcast. Oh, it's fucking terrible. So that's who would, who would enjoy this though. I'm, I'm wondering who this is for. Brain dead people. Brain dead people. Who, who would be like, oh, my wife says no at home. Great fucking joke. Well, and then they, the, yeah, the the tag. Oh, but you don't really have a wife. So episode one is all about true crime. <laughs> There's a bunch more clips that we'll skip because it's just it's an hour of that. It's, it's an hour of awful. the same fucking thing. So episode two, they have on Deepak Chopra. Okay, and. I couldn't tell what where the jokes ended and where the realness begins. I don't even fucking know. So my number 11 is there's a little bonus vocal fry in it, and then we start talking about human constructs. Our physically, we're, our, our physical bodies in Los Angeles. But, but, our, but our body mind. Yeah, but, but the fact is that Los Angeles is a human construct. What the so fuck? Time is a human construct. Money is a human construct. In the city of Los Angeles, you say you're in Los Angeles, but you're not actually in Los Angeles because that's just a human construct, man. Does he know what show he's on? So, number twelve, we get, we learn how to find out about the human condition. Do you have any TV shows? Do you have any favorite TV shows? Do you like Downton Abbey? I used to. I used to watch Candid Camera. Oh, the only right. One that really Alan Funt. Made me. Alan Funt was Yeah, a... it was a lot of fun. And I wish the whole world would watch stuff like that. Then they wouldn't be so nationalistic and angry. And, you know, they'd understand the human condition a little more. So the problem with modern man is that he doesn't understand the human condition. He's too nationalistic. He's too angry because he's not watching Candid Camera. <laughs> And not even the one from a couple years ago. I think they're talking about the one from the 50s or 60s or whatever. Alan, I mean, what the fuck are we even talking about here? I didn't listen to the second episode of this. This is already off the rails. They already don't know what the fuck they're doing on this show. Now, most of the interview 
with Deepak Chopra, who's, I believe, an international author. He talks about spirituality. He talks about meditation. They get him. Well, number 13 is the setup to a five-minute bit. Okay. Deepak, if you would honor us and lead us in a, a bit of a meditation here, we would we would love to, to go along with you here. Sure. So wherever you are, mm-hmm. if you can, uh, unless you're driving, wherever you are, just um, sit quietly. So there's the setup to a painfully long bit where Deepak is going to lead us on a meditation. 14 is the payoff. Is this real? Is, Go for it. Is, is this really what's going on Go on this it. show? Go for it. Did you make this yourself just to fuck with us? I, I'm doing all the impressions <laughs> myself, yeah. This can't be a real podcast. So here's the meditation. Sensation, image, feeling, a thought to come to you. And now just feel your body. Feel the sensations in your body. All right, I have a theory. This might sound crazy. Go ahead. I don't think that this episode actually exists. I think you created this to fuck with Doug and me. And I don't think this Chewed Gum podcast is a real podcast. <laughs> I think Doug invented that to fuck with me. I think he planted this because it started in March of last year. And Doug was pissed at me back then. So he's like, I, I, this is playing the long game. He's like, I'm going to fucking get this podcast created. It's the worst piece of garbage anyone's ever heard. And I make Carl fucking listen to multiple episodes of it. You fucking guys. Oh, uh, doggy's on to us. Shit, plan B, plan B. Yeah, the jig's up. <laughs> but anyway, so for five minutes, he goes on this meditation, and Ron Burgundy, the producer, just make a shit ton of noise over it. And that episode goes on for a half hour. Dude, it's unfucking bearable And then I, I had a bunch of clips of commercials. I didn't even bother bringing them. But they... They, he starts, like, reading into these commercials, and it's all for auto insurance and toilet paper and bullshit. It's unbelievable how fucking bad this show is. So this show is just a cash grab. It's unreal. It's unfucking real. You can't and be making that much money. And it's it's iHeartRadio and how stuff works. So it's like, a, I guess, a, you know, so established in the podcast world. Right. I will say there's one redeemable quality of this podcast, and that is that it's enjoyable in two-second increments. I... I Toss two ISOs on there okay. that I'm afraid you're going to use against me someday, but here we go. <laughs> okay. Because this episode has been fascinating. Which okay. is incorrect, but there you go. <laughs> fair, fair enough. And then you also have... How about you let me pick the topic since it's my fucking podcast? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I, I would enjoy that, except for I listened to that whole show, and it's just so unfunny. It's terrible. The writing on it is so predictable and boring. If we had written that... There's no way we could get our buddies to go along with it. They'd be like, well, I'm not going to read this script. This is stupid. It's just terrible. You're making jokes about how I'm not a medical doctor? Carl, you could do better. I'm not doing this. Yeah. Somehow they got these fucking celebrities to actually do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, uh, unfucking believable I was I was shocked at how bad this show was. And I've listened to a lot of bad podcasts because of you, Carl. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. All right, which, which one was worse, chewed gum or, or the Ron Burgundy? Oh, that's a tough call. They're they're both so terrible in so different no, ways. No, I I have a very different. I have I have the answer to this. Ron Burgundy's way worse. There's nothing entertaining about it or fun about it at all. Chewed gum. I was so excited about this fucking show when I heard. I'm like, I can't believe this asshole is saying these things on a podcast. I can't wait to clip it. I can't wait to talk to Doug about so, it. So you know what the takeaway is from what just occurred. What's that? In, in Seamus's mind, he was told on Who Are These Podcasts that he is better than the number one oh, podcast in the country. This is true, and he'll, I'm sure he'll be talking about that. 
Razzmatazz. Razzmatazz. <laughs> oh fuck. Um, so yeah, the, the Jody from Poe Boys. Jody B. Jody B. Decided to do a quick rendition of a song that Jen from the Jingles Department put together, and he's duetting with his son. This is uh, quite moving. Get ready. Get your Kleenex ready. Slap-a-rooney. That's child abuse, isn't it? Jen, you, <laughs> Jen your job is uh, <laughs> In hanging by a thread here. <laughs> you better be able to fucking pull your weight because that's impressive right there. What, what else do we have to talk about, gentlemen? Uh, I think it's time for the teaser. We That's right. It's everybody's favorite part of the show. It's the part where we play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing on next week's WATP. And I have to tell you guys, I'm very excited about this one. Hey, it's Dr. Phil here. Welcome to Fill in the Blanks. This is my new podcast, and you can get it by subscribing for free on applepodcast.com slash Dr. Phil. You all look totally different than you do when I'm on TV. <laughs> Dr. Phil, they can't see you. It's audio, remember? Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. That's Laferne Cusack that you're hearing, by the way. She's going to be here doing this with me, so you'll be hearing her as well. Trust me, she got a lot of opinions. Mm-hmm, I sure do, and don't get me started, Dr. Phil. Oh, That's fuck. the same thing as the Ron Burgundy bit. It's the same fucking thing. It, it sounds like it. You're right. Yeah. Wow. Except for Dr. Phil is actually that person. Yeah. He's not playing a character. It's actually Dr. Phil. So the reason brought to you from the guy that brought you the cash me outside girl. <laughs> and she has a successful music career now. I don't know if you know that, but successful. Fuck. Uh, she sells a lot more records than we do. That's for sure. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> I know that we got attacked for calling her a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's that's offensive, Doug. People Come don't on. like that. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> next week we're doing fill in the blanks, the Dr. Phil show. We're bringing back Dick Masterson on the show. Hey-o. Dick Masterson was on the Dr. Phil show. Really? Yes. No shit. He was on there because he wrote a book called Men Are Better Than Women. And Dr. Phil had him on, I think he was on like five episodes of his show or something like that. No shit. So we thought it would make perfect sense to bring Dick on to talk about Dr. Phil's new podcast, which is brand spanking new. That's great. Yeah. It should be a good time. Really looking forward to that. Doug, I've tortured you enough, my friend. You have. Holy shit. I I feel bad. Um, Thank you so much for joining us. What's going on at the Who's Right podcast? Uh, same shit. Same shit. <laughs> Start certain trouble, certain fights with other podcasters. So you you've got me worse so wore down this episode. I I don't even want to plug ours. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Nobody's listening at this point anyway. Down. Uh Crows, anything to plug? Yeah, I'm gonna be mixing it up on the subreddit later. Uh <laughs> my uh my screen name is Opie Spells the N Word. Come, come find me. That's <laughs> gonna be my flair. I love that. <laughs> Opie spells both versions of the N Word. <laughs> I gotta buy that URL. I, I need that domain right now. 
Uh, well, Doug, thank you so much for joining us, buddy. It was great to have you again. Yeah, good to be on with both of you. Oh, cool. Thank you. Uh, please join us again next week because it might be the episode where we find out once and for all who are these podcasts. Sleep well, every pony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. Mm. Okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. What is this garbage? How do they have a podcast? This is bullshit. Uh oh. Retard alert. Retard alert, class. You're not charismatic. Fucking thing sucks. Who fucking cares? Make any sense, Rick? Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. You guys wouldn't believe this, but uh, Boomer Guy left us a couple voicemails. No shit. Since the last episode. I'm surprised to hear that. I know. I know. I, I, thought, am too. I thought you were when you said you guys aren't going to believe this. I thought you were going to tell me I didn't record it. I was I'm too fucking bad. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. We're starting over. <laughs> Start putting all the clips back on the board. Let's do it exactly like we just did. Razzmatazz, everybody! Holy shit, it's a marathon. All right, real quick. This is um, Boomer Guy starting a fight with our subreddit. Anyways, go fuck yourself, Reddit. You fucking bunch of faggots. I know I'm getting underneath your skin, you motherfuckers. And you know what? If you got a fucking problem with it. Meet me, motherfuckers. Meet me. Anyways, <laughs> see you later, virgins. <laughs> there's, Ooh, a, there's a lot of talk about taking things offline. Yeah, tele- fighting. Telephone tough guys everywhere you look. <laughs> um, you know who is not a fan of the boomer guy? Is my brother-in-law, Andy. Hey, Carl. It's your brother-in-law. I just wanted to call because boomer guy doesn't really think I'm very good at podcasting and thinks that I should kill myself. So I guess you guys can consider this my suicide note. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, that's the, uh, that's the right end. Let's try this end. Nope. Oh, well, I guess I'm not very good at that either. Fucking boomer guy. Eat shit. You're, I mean, you finally did say something funny that you're going to host the show with Carl. Yeah. Well, you're a fucking one note joke. That's not very good. You're fucking clown shoes. Fuck off. <laughs> Andy has gone from co-host to uh, arch nemesis, a boomer guy. Yeah. On the he, voicemail. Well, he's been promoted to angry call. <laughs> that's the way you got to look at it. It's a lateral move here at WATP. Holy <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, there's this, uh, someone who also was not a fan of the Nanette special. Did you guys hear uh, Kaya and I talking about that oh, uh, Netflix God. special last Did week? Did I ever. Doug, you familiar with this uh, this person, Hannah, Hannah Gadsby? I, I am. I, I watched a little bit of the Netflix special. It's not my not what I would call comedy, but I don't think that's how it's being promoted. No, I think it is. I think it's a stand-up special. Yeah. Anyway, well, here's a caller who also agrees with all of us. Must must be that we're all really smart. Hey, Cal. Uh, I'm a singer. I just wanted to call 
to uh, introduce my new style of singing to you. You see, it's you gender normatives who want us to keep in pitch and tone and tempo. But you you're the ones that's wrong. This is this is how singing is. This is how singing is, Carl. You better get used to it or you're a homophobe. <laughs> I, this guy's onto something. <laughs> well, guy or girl. Okay. They yeah. they yeah. are onto something. Let's be careful. What's one with the Z? G? <laughs> G is really onto something. <laughs> Holy shit. This is, and that person sounded like they had an accent. This is actually uh, someone from Australia who makes a very good point. I'm sure you guys will both agree. Hey, Carl. Vaughn here from Australia. I just want to know what you and your guests do while you're sitting there during your obnoxiously long outro. You just look at each other and you're like, wait, wait, don't leave yet. Don't leave yet. Just sit while we wait. And I, could, I skip past it every time. I just feel bad for your guests. Cut it down. Well, <laughs> I can only speak for me. Masturbate. I don't know about Doug or anybody else. But you finished twice during it this time. That's a, a wow. new personal best. I've been working on it. So what I do is I hit a bunch of drops on the board so I don't have to make eye contact with anyone. <laughs> it gives me a chance to just look at the screen. I don't have to worry about how awkward that is. We're playing the obnoxiously. And also the intro's gotten obnoxiously long, too. Oh, boy. We all have to just sit here and listen to fucking people talk about WATP for an hour and a half. It'll be 50% of the show next week. (laughs) I don't see why it wouldn't be. All right. This is uh, two more voicemails that I want to play real quick. This is Boomer Guy trying to be helpful. Hey, Carl. uh, You need to fix, like, Kaya's fucking uh, volume levels or something like that. At times, he sounds like he's on the phone. And other times he sounds he, he sounds perfect, so I don't know what the fuck is going on with your fucking audio, man. But uh, fix it. See ya. Very out of character for this guy. Yeah. Seems well, level-headed there. Yeah, Carl, if, if you could just implement a intercontinental real-time chat system, that'd be great, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we were using Skype last week. It fucking sucked. We had to reconnect four or five times during that show. So, so Kaya, who is a professional was recording his audio on his end and yep. sent it to me. So I was able to take when he really fucked up, I was able to take his audio and put it into the show, which is why from time to time, it's like, hey, why doesn't, why doesn't WATP sound like this all the time? Well, because Kai has good equipment and I don't. <laughs> all right? That's the answer to that. It was just so weird to hear Boomer Guy completely out of character. Just, hey, uh, by the way, Carl, I just want to let you know. Uh, <laughs> a little constructive criticism. Yeah, <laughs> a little inconsistent <laughs> in the uh, audio quality there. Hey, fuck you, you fucking fuck, you fucking Boomer fuck. Fucking faggot fuck, fuck. <laughs> it's like you had a snap out of it for a second. Uh, and then uh, last thing I want to play is that Boomer Guy needs to set the record straight. Oh, great. I, I noticed that you, you, you won't tell the fucking truth, Carl. You won't fucking tell the truth of how many voicemails I leave. <laughs> yeah, l- let me put this out here. I do not leave 18 fucking voicemails a week. I maybe leave like three, four a fucking week, or maybe like six <laughs> at the very most. <laughs> this motherfucker doesn't check his goddamn voicemails, every, like, and so so the thing is, is that like there's probably eighteen residual over the past like three, four fucking weeks. He's overthinking it. So oh yeah, I don't call that much. So go fuck yourself. I don't Paul, call that you much. Fucking lying fuck. Fuck you, you man. I don't have a fucking problem. You do. Anyways, love you. <laughs> What the fuck? Wow. I I love you, Boomer Guy. I hope you get the dosage right in your medication soon. Poor guy. He's, uh, 
he's really clogging up our inbox. I'm yeah. not going to lie to you. When I go in to look at the voicemails, and he's right, I wait until right before the show and listen through. Holy shit. It's like fucking, oh, Bob from Australia. Thank God. Bob, thank you. Oh, your, your show sucks, Carl. Uh, all right, whatever. At least it's not Bloober guy. Uh, all right, last thing I want to point out is that Opie is so dumb, he does not know who Sam Simon is. The one person I did admire, who I really love, and I met him a couple of times, was Sam Simon. The creator of The Simpsons. Oh, really? One of the creators. You met him? I thought you might have met him. That guy saying Sam Simon created The Simpsons Sam Simon was one of the, the, the most annoying things I've ever heard. That was brutal. This is for an hour on a podcast. They're sitting in a diner, sometimes whispering, Ugh. quieter than the background fucking noise, uh-huh. and other times telling you Bruce Willis's movements. Oh, he just moved his head. He just moved his head to the right. Is he thinking of us? Is he talking about me? <laughs> is he texting about me to his wife right now? Holy shit. All right. Well, maybe we should wrap it up since we already wrapped it up. (laughs) Don't say shit for attention. It's not cute. Good advice. All right.